Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey, what are you doing here? <gasps> Selena? Oh my God, Selena, I'm such a huge fan. I love you. No, I'm such a huge fan. I'm probably a bit bigger than Curly has ever been in his life. I'm so. a much, much bigger fan. I had a I Selena museum so. in my closet. <laughs> Oh my God, Selena. Anyways, get in here. <laughs> my name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super, Super Secret Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Say super secret one more time. Super secret. Super secret. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendships, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Anyway, we're talking about Selena Quintanilla Perez today. I am so freaking excited because this is our yes. queen and Aries queen. I love her so much. She's everything. So we're going to talk all things Selena today and how she's impacted our lives and little stories that we have. Absolutely. So oh I my god, Curly recently, was just yawning right now. Um. So I actually recently went to. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to her, Selena. Delete her and take disconnect her <laughs> microphone. I recently went to uh, the gym and I was talking to these trainers at the gym, and I brought up um Jay. I brought up Selena. I think. And they were like, "Who's Selena?" And I was like, Whoa. "The guillotine." The, the guillotine. Um, I just was like, whoa, there is a world out there where people don't know. If you're listening to our podcast, you probably most certainly know who Selena is. For those of you who don't know, I think you should go out, get educated. We're not talking about Selena Gomez. Yeah, we're not going to tell you is, who she, Yeah, yeah. Who's actually is named after the Selena that we are talking about. But in full, she is a revolutionary young Mexican-American pop icon that changed truly the face of pop culture um in, in on so like, many in, levels within the past 30 years within yeah. our culture within women within fashion within vocal stylings mashing up genres like i mean if you want to listen to an amazing podcast that takes a deep dive into selena's life and um career and family and everything anything for selena podcast is like 
Oh, it's amazing. Maria Garcia is the host and creator of it. And it is just a beautiful, beautiful podcast. If you want to go check that out. Yeah, you can actually find it at Selena underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, it's made by her Instagram, Maria Garcia's is Nopalita <gasps> underscore mommy. And Chris yeah. is in Chris is in an episode and like the Quintanillas, everyone. Yeah, I'm actually in an episode too. <clears throat> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm in an episode actually. And she asked me to are, do yeah. the episode in Spanish. Yeah, and it was so hard for me to do in Spanish. So if you want to hear me uh, give you some uh, half hour you broken sound Spanish, good. definitely go check it out. I've gotten better since then. So when did you first discover Selena? So I had seen her before as a kid, but I nunca like, you know, you see her on like American television, not American, you see, like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like when you grow up um, in the US and you're growing up with like your Latino parents who are watching Latino TV, like sometimes you watch stuff and you don't really, you can understand what they're saying sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't really hit you the same way. And so I think that um, my mom watching like Sabado Gigante or like all these other shows at the time, like it was just kind of stuff that was keeping me from watching like American television. Like, oh, like, come on, mom, change it. I want to watch this. And so, but I didn't really pay attention to her until I remember getting home and it was all over the news the day that she passed away um, on Primer Impacto, like all these other shows. And I remember being like, mesmerized not only by the way that uh, selena was moving and singing and dancing but by the way that people were actually remembering her and talking about her character and that was something that became actually very important to me later on that we've talked about before as far as my own um uh way that i move in the world as an entertainer um what about you man picture this maita sitting on the floor Watching Selena, the movie, I said, Daddy, I want to be that. And my dad said, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like my family had always listened to her music. And so it was always, always around. But I think, you know what, like what really solidified for me and I was little um, was the J-Lo movie, was the Selena J-Lo movie. Mm. Now, after that, I very much did my research and, like, grew up on her songs and everything like that. So it wasn't like, I like J-Lo better than Selena. I mean, that's never a thing. But, like, yeah, it was the J-Lo movie. It just really, like, I was like, who is this? I was like, the music is just, like, the scene mm. when... Um, uh, Como la flor is on, and it's like, da, 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 and the flowers are blooming. There's like this montage that stuck in my mm. mind. And I was like, I want to make, she literally was one of my biggest influences to be a singer and to do music. Yeah, I actually remember after she passed away, I became like super obsessed. I remember. Um, the trial on TV or people talking about it. I remember the different tribute things that were coming out. I would record everything. I remember when they uh, had a national search for actresses that looked like Selena. Mm, um, wow. And I remember seeing a lot of the um, uh, actresses of that could potentially be chosen. And it was like, whoa, like they look just like her. This is going to be so good. I remember the disappointment uh, when they picked JLo. I was a young kid and I was like, but that doesn't even look like her, you know? <laughs> and then being like, you know what? I'm just excited to see anything Selena. Like, 
It doesn't matter. I remember like uh, the Howard Stern controversy where he, um, which actually is the episode that I'm featured on. I am recording from home, my parents' home, so their dog is going to. I remember listening to that Howard Stern interview, but for the first time on the Anything for Selena podcast, I mm-hmm. was shocked to hear yeah. that he was just so like careless about talking about just just like the whole process of Selena's death and the murder and Mexicans in general. I'm like, what the freaking mm-hmm. heck? I remember one time my family and I were at a Mexican restaurant, Rosita's Place in Phoenix, the best um, Mexican restaurant ever. Um, close to like being in Mexico, I would say. So I was crying at the table and my family's like, what's wrong with you? What's, why are you crying? And I go, I'm sad because Selena died. That, cause that was traumatic. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Yeah, it was super traumatic. I mean, it was really intense to think that somebody... And what's interesting, too, and I think that people forget this a lot, is that she was a young woman. Like, 23 years old is a young, young, young girl. And, you know, you know this, I always tell you this, like, people will always talk about, like, how protective the family is. And I'm like, the family has every right 
every single right to be protective yeah, 100%. of their young daughter, their young baby. Like, I don't care. Whenever people are like, well, they should look at the... I'm like, hell no. Like, if, if even yeah, you might, like, you're... It's their choice. Like, if something were to happen to you and you're younger than you're, uh, you're also in your 20s and you're young. And I feel like if they were to hit me up and be like, we're going to do a movie and we're going to make Maya like a crazy partier. We're going to do this. I would get very defensive about your legacy as well. So imagine if it's like your literal baby sister that you grew up with on the road that suddenly people are like, she belongs to the fans. And I don't give a fuck. No, she doesn't. She is part of yeah. this family first and foremost. You know, I think there's like a weird uh, claim to her as like I mean that the fandom has and you know I want to be very sensitive about this too because yes it's like she meant so much to us but also yeah that's a family it's like a whole ass family that lost a a loved one you know like you can't just you can't just tell people or like I think this is happening because you don't like you don't know what's happening um, exactly. And this isn't like a J-Lo movie. This is real life. This is pe- These are people who have lost somebody that they love. And so I think that... And the other thing, too, is that Selena's death has un... Maybe, like, not... Uh, it has really touched so many different facets of the world, right? Like, because of this... Uh, J-Lo was in this movie. Because of J-Lo's um, skyrocketing uh, success after this movie, she's had a music career... The music career lent her um, visibility, even in that Versace dress, the green one, which created Google Images because so many people were looking for her. Because of Selena. Because, you know, that really could go back, I think, to the fame that Selena kind of offered up to these other artists. You look at Selena Gomez, who's huge right now, who like, what would your name be? Hmm? What would your name be without Selena? Rogelia, Rogelia Gomez. What would it be? I don't Ooh, know. I don't know about that. <laughs> let's talk about our. I feel like we're getting a little heavy on this. Um, let's talk about our connections to her. So my connection to her, I have like some weird connections. Like I remember like growing up with her, and I was sitting in the back of my parents' forerunner, and I looked up into the stars, and I said. <laughs> Please, Alina, please help me sing. Help me get a voice like you. Help me to be a star. And it came true. And then I'm just kidding. Um, but I really did. <laughs> I really did ask her for help. Like, you know, I don't know. I just I would pray to her. And then um, years later, I think when I was like 13 or 12, my mom was on this jewelry show with Jackie Guerra, who had um, played Suzette in the Selena movie. And we all became friends and I was on the show with her. And then later on, I work at BuzzFeed. Uh, I moved to LA and my apartment number is what? Cinco Doce. I lived in Apartamento Cinco Doce. I was the girl in apartment time 12. And so after that, I like, I interviewed the family for the wax figure and then I reconnected with Jackie again because she was there. And then um, we ended up interviewing Suzette and you have a cool story with that too um, Mm -hmm. at BuzzFeed, like one-on-one. Curly made her cry in a, in like a, in a, yeah. I don't know, a connecting kind of like moment. Um, mm-hmm. We like went to go see the star, like all of these things I've had. She's an Aries. I'm an Aries. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like she is everyone's guardian angel, of course, but specifically mine too. 
Well, I feel like she's more like my guardian angel because you like, can think that you well, can totally think whatever you want. I feel like for me, like my connection, like I loved her so much. Like I said, I, as a little kid, I um, had like a Selena museum inside my closet. I would charge uh-huh. my cousins to come and see my museum. <laughs> How um, much would you back charge in the them? Day and, I don't remember. I think it was like fake money, but I would like be like, give me your your club membership card. I would make them little club membership cards and then I would scan them with a stapler. So you're profiting <laughs> off of Selena is what you're saying. Well, anyways, so I would go um, in downtown L.A. There was a now it's called Santi Alley. But back in the day, we would just call it like El Callejon, like the alley, you know. And in El Callejon, there used to be like uh, outside, there used to be these like uh boxes almost that would open up and become like newspaper stands and most of these newspaper stands would sell real photos of course like reprinted but real photos of selena which i have to find they're somewhere um and i have to find those where are those photos um and so i would go downtown i would buy them and i would come into my room and put them up in my closet and i really grew up kind of like trying to emulate what I believed was her energy. Like when I go into any room, any professional setting, when I'm on a set, a studio or an office, like I will go around and hug and kiss everybody. I acknowledge everybody. And it was something that I learned as an eight-year-old, like that is a professional entertainer. Like that is what you grow up to do as an entertainer, as a professional. You, Yes, you can be on stage. Yes, you can sing and dance for people. But in real life, when you talk to real people, you also treat them with a lot of kindness. And if you know me in real life, like that's exactly how I am always like how are you because and i because i love it i i do care um and then um as we got older i kind of you know grew out of it a little bit but when you joined we kind of like rekindled our love and we started to talk about it and we met jackie guerra and i made a video about um you know a, a moment's inventory of selena or a moment's uh video it was a video based off of moments from the movie Selena, recreated it was, as me. It's still one of my favorite videos of all time. <laughs> it's so um, good. But I, re- I remember when Suzette actually came into the studio to hang with us. The first thing she said in the lobby was she pointed at me and she said, I know you. And I was like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. I, fuck, what did I, uh, and then we took her into the room to, into the studio to be interviewed. Um, sidebar, I remember we were so mad, uh, because we had to like been stressing out all day long. And then last minute, uh, it was just us setting everything up and making everything cool. And then last minute, uh, some of the other producers came in just to kind of watch and also ask just questions. Just to watch. And, yeah. And we're like, you did not bashed. help at all. <gasps> I remember, <laughs> I remember that. we were like, Curly. Yeah, I was that was mad. fucked I was like, up. This is a close set. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> they were like, they, well, I mean, everyone wanted to be there, but like, I think Curly and I had specifically set up this entire thing by ourselves. Like, you know, we're going to have this moment. I mean, you know, you basically on other people's set at the time, you just don't go on set and be like, hey, I mean, unless you're like super, super close, but this was definitely like. They wanted to be in on it. And we're like, you had no part <laughs> of the hard work yeah. that we we did. Yeah. So, I mean, in hindsight, it's kind of like, of course, come in. Like, who cares? You know? But at that moment, I remember we were grumpy. And I remember hearing something in my voice. The, I mean, some, a voice in my head telling me, um, you know, Suzette oftentimes has to sit and talk about her sister or talk about her family and their legacy, which is fantastic. But like, has anybody been like, how are you today? Like, how is, how are you feeling Maya? How is your spirit? 
And so something in my head told me, ask her how she's doing. And so I go, how are you? And she started to tear up. And I always felt like, um, you know, it was, it's, to this, to this day, I think that people, no matter what you do for a living, no matter what your connection is, you could literally be the queen of the Nile. You could be the queen of England. Um, and if people aren't asking you how you're doing and they're constantly asking you about the kingdom or whatever, like, that's fucking annoying, right? So I yeah, also, like... Yeah, I think it was... It was a special moment because, like, it had made us all start crying. Like, we just all started crying, yeah. and it was just a oh, real. What did she say? She goes, "I knew you were going to be the one to make." Yeah, me cry. she's like, she "I knew you were going to make me cry," <laughs> <laughs> and it. We really, honestly, I know people are going to think we're cuckoo crazy, but I did feel Selena in that room. It was like, yeah, something else was there. Like, it was very powerful because it was just Suzette and her husband and I think her manager and then like some of the people who wanted to be around us for the shoot yeah so it was a very closed set like we made sure to make it like you know this is like a huge celebrity is coming which yeah, yeah. of course but like and we I think really like I definitely I, I think we both see them we see the family as like Latino oh they're royalty uh, ro- royalty like they deserve the respect and we wanted them to feel at home and even to this day like i literally would like you know i would uh give my left testicle maybe the right one the right one's a little bit bigger so i would give my right testicle out of respect for you know um this family uh and like i think that sometimes it gets a little convoluted again like you said with the fandom and everything but at the end of the day like she just brings out so much love the story the legacy what she represents to so many of us um whether you're into fashion music uh vocal athleticism like and i think cultural too like she was a bocha like she uh learned Queen spanish yeah she learned spanish and messed up on like national television and like you know but it was still she didn't care. Like, she was decaf about it. Like, she was... I was going to say, remember one day I, like, hit you up and I was like, you know what's so funny to me is that people with the same breath will be like, oh, my God, I really love Selena. She's so cool. And then make fun of you, not you, not you particularly, but people in general, for not speaking Spanish, like, that well. And I'm like, do you hear yourself? Like, you are literally... Saying that you love the patron saint of the pochas. Like, literally, yes, you're right. Somebody who butchered it on Cristina and then turns around and judges other people for not speaking Spanish. Like, yeah, if you and- love Selena and you critique people for not speaking Spanish that well, you need to check yourself. Selena was a huge motivator for me to continue to learn Spanish and, like, kind of... She she was a big representation to me of, like, being a pocha and, like, celebrating that. And people don't like the word pocha a lot because it's, like, very... What is it called? Polarizing. But, like, I don't know. Like, it, it made me be proud to, like, learn. And she was a couple generations in, too, just like me. So I think across... A lot of areas and deep in layers like she has just like she's hit every single thing you know yeah and i will say too that we actually have reclaimed that word pocho pocha so like we mean it as like a compliment and we don't mean it as go a way search to be up like... what is go search up pocha concha on youtube and you'll see everything i'm talking about i literally had a whole <laughs> yeah, exactly. cooking show and a series about it so go check it out what are your top three favorite selena songs 
Oh my, I, you know what? No me queda más. Uh huh. Uh, I don't think that I don't I can't rank them right now. I love see you una vez. Um oh what what's the besitos? Oh yeah. Besitos. Yeah. Um, yeah. My okay, uh-huh. I can't I can't pick. I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna be naming everything. Um I love her English songs too, but I think like uh Amor Prohibido. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't say that before. Uh-huh. And now I can. What about you? Mine is... My number one, I think, is bueno, Buenos Amigos. Buenos yes. Amigos. Like, it's literally um about being in love with your best friend. <laughs> yes. Because the vocals are just so good on that. Like, the way she kind of throws her voice. You mentioned she kind of sounds reminiscent of, like, Ana Gabriel. Ana Gabriela? She, Ana, she Gabriel? Has, like, Ana Gabriel? Ana Gabriel. Ana Gabriel. She has... No, no E. No A. Oh, Ana Gabriel. Uh-huh. She has, like, a, a grittiness to her voice where she can, like, <sighs> that. <laughs> yes, Sorry, exactly, exactly. No, but it's, like, this, it's the grittiness of the vocals. I think my number two is... um uh sukiyaki uh, mm. at the very end of the song she goes ha baby <gasps> missing my baby um, you already my said your top thing. Um, <laughs> you know what that song is hard to sing i had to sing uh, a mashup of oh my god not dreaming of you but the other one i was just singing it last night i did do a mashup of like two of her english songs and missing my baby is hard all of it is hard there is another song that I super like. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember what my number three song is. I always sing it, um, but I actually like it when it's slowed down. Oh my god, what is it called? Um, uh, I don't know. But I'll, since I can't remember my third, my actual third choice, my fourth choice, I would say, since you had your fourth choice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is um, no quiero saber de más problemas. Yeah, that's not my favorite one either. Um, I have this memory um, as a little kid that it came, they remade it for the Olympics, I think in like 1997 maybe. Um, and it was the worldwide exclusive of the of the release of No Quiero Saber, the video or the Olympics version. And I remember um, being at my abuelita's house, my abuelita who passed away um, in Hollywood. Uh, we were at her house watching the TV. And when the video came on, my abuelita, and like uh, my tia, maybe two of my tias and my mom, they all blocked the television and I couldn't, they were all excited to see the video too. And I couldn't see. And I remember my mom being like, let my son see. Like, he's literally, he's the biggest Selena fan. Like, let him to the front, you know? And so I remember my mom kind of being like, mi hijo, like, he's the fan. The hello, like, let him see. So she pushed me to the front. And I always have this, like, just this special memory because my grandma's no longer here. My mom was having this sweet moment with me as her child and moving me to the front so I could see my homegirl, Selena, do her thing for the Olympics. Mm. <laughs> I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. 
That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to the astrology portion of this episode. Today we are going to look at Selena Quintanilla's chart. Now, some of this is like, I think especially the moon is a little TBD because some sites say Capricorn moon, other sites say Sagittarius, but I'm looking at another site and both say um, Sagittarius moon. So she's a sun, Aries, in, her sun is in Aries, uh, Sagittarius moon. And her rising is Aquarius, which makes a lot of sense because my mom's rising is Aquarius and so is my brother's. And they're very, very bubbly, like immediately mm. smiley, warm. Um, and especially if she has like a Sagittarius moon, like she has a lot of really fun placements. Um, yeah, I, that's why she probably like challenges a lot too in adventure. Because like supposedly she, they used to say that you should never dare Selena because Selena would always do the dare. I mean, Very it, sad. it looks like it in her chart because her Mars is in Capricorn. So that Capricorns are very much like, oh, I'm well, I'm just going to do it. Like I think that is um, having Mars, like Capricorn in your Mars is very – uh, you're going to get shit done and you're going to win fights and you're going to oh, fight. Wow. And But you're going to win. Uh, she Her Venus is in Pisces, mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. means, ooh, she loves love. My girly loves love, same. Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. Mercury is Taurus, 
Which makes sense. I think that's a very good placement to have because it like you're grounded in your communication. So like she has a lot of placements that are very like wild and crazy and free and don't dare me to do this because I will do it. And then her communication is like a little more chilled out. I love that. Sidebar, I was just looking at what my placements are because of that. So that's why I was like distracted. I'm like, am I? Do I have Capricorn and Mars? I don't. Um, what's your What's your Mars? My Mars is in Virgo. I, I'm oh mostly Virgo, Scorpio. I have an equal amount of Virgo, Scorpio. I'm sorry, mostly Virgo, but I have an equal amount of Scorpio and Sagittarius in my chart. Um, I did want to say my third choice is Dame un beso. I forgot. It's Dame un beso. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, the other thing, too, is that I feel like it definitely makes a lot of sense that she would be an Aries for me because I love Aries. I know I get along with Aries so well, which makes me feel like I would get along with her. I just know that I would get along with her and we would have the best time. And she would be like, you know what? Most Aries, Alpha Aries, don't get along Shut with your other face, Alpha whatever Aries, you're saying. But right they now. love Virgos. I'm not so an Alpha Virgo. Aries. That concludes the astrology <laughs> portion of the podcast. Curly, what to say, what to say. I would like you to outro this with a song. Hit it. Um, later at night when all the world is throwing pedos. Like my that's really that's hella disrespectful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Selena. Anyway, anyway, uh, thank Selena you all. Laugh at that. <laughs> thank you all so much for. Uh, I think she would listen to the podcast too. I think she would have laughed at that joke too. To be honest, because uh, well, I think she would laugh at us both equally. Because you know what my cousins used to say back in the day. You know that song that goes, "My captive heart." They used to go, the boy cousins, of course, they used to go, my wee-wee song. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. Well, everyone, we love Selena so much. And I just want to say, Selena, if you're listening, we love you so much. You're so amazing and cool and beautiful. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to hit us up in our DMs to let us know what you want to hear on the podcast next and what your favorite Selena song is. <laughs> you didn't say how Selena wanted you to say it, which was Curly, the way that I said it. how can they find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok, at The Curly B Show. And that's B, as in Victor. Maya, how can people find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me at Maya in the Moment. M-A-Y-A in the moment (laughs) on every social media platform if you want to laugh. I love you too. With you tonight. Bye. Oh, you froze. Curly just froze. Okay, there I see. Bye. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.